the corner of your eye, huddled in the darkest shadows of imagination, it waits. Now is the time to face the fear. Welcome to Horror Lasagna. Embrace the trepidation. architecture building worlds for your mind in my house books were open for anyone who wanted to read and so i went down and i pulled it off the shelf one summer and started to read Kujo, and written by stephen king and thus began my love affair with the literary works of stephen king and then of course like any good gateway drug king led to straub and, and straub led to lovecraft and Lovecraft led to Shelley, and Shelley led to Stoker, and on. I'm also old enough to have moved through various phases of how you enjoy movies. When I was a kid, the only way you could actually enjoy movies without going to the theater, because I was too young to get in to see most of them, was to watch them when they would come out on television. In fact, the very first horror movie that I can remember seeing when we lived in the remote parts of Michigan at the time, and you couldn't get television reception, so we had cable. The only time in my entire childhood life we ever had cable. And I saw, look what's happened to Rosemary's Baby when I was about four years old. It might sound like a horrible thing, however, if you've ever seen this absolute atrocity of a sequel, <laughs> it's a very intellectual horror movie, so a four-year-old's not going to get any of it. But that was one of the first ones I remember seeing. I was so the entries that I kept in my list, the very first one is for a movie called Grace. And the movie is basically the story of a woman who has a vampiric infant and the things she goes through to keep this infant with her. This list has grown to over a thousand titles. This was the very first entry for Grace. It says, vampiric film, pretty disturbing and not that great, old people sex. And <laughs> that was my entire entry for this movie. If we contrast that with a new entry that I've put in recently, this was my entry for Christine, this movie still holds up, probably better than most Stephen King films. It feels about as timeless as it did when it released, and the story is a faithful retelling of the original novel. Not unlike The Shining, I believe this movie benefits from the genius of the director steering it, and in this case, that's John Carpenter. The actors all did well, even though none of them went on to become real breakout stars. All in all, this was a real big King flame. The amount that I'm writing for each one has grown over time. decided to be having podcasts. And the premise of our podcast is really simple. We just sit down and I cultivate lists of movies that I'm quite sure Steve hasn't heard of. And we sit down, he watches them, I watch them, we make some notes, I throw out some production notes, and then we discuss the movie. That's why, like on our shirts, it says the best movies you've never heard of. A lot of the movies that we review, unless you're deep into horror movies, are not the kinds of films you're going to actually ever come across because several times they never made any tour in any theater ever and that's either because they were done on a shoestring budget or they were so disturbing that nobody wanted to allow it in their theater 
then take a look at the Oscars. There have been 550 nominations for Best Picture. 320 of those that have won have been dramas. 74 comedies, 73 crime dramas, 45 musicals, 39 more movies, 29 in the sci-fi fantasy category, 13 westerns, and then, any guesses? One. One. One horror movie nominated, not nominated, actually won Best Picture. In the entire history of the Academy Awards, there have only ever been six films that have been nominated. And some of those six films that were nominated, even the one that won, could be argued to not be a horror film. They've always been regional and passed from person to person in the village or area they lived in. The nobility weren't mingling with these people. They weren't out with the peasants on a daily basis, and these peasants would live, give, leave gifts out for things like the fay to feed on overnight so they wouldn't curse your crops or your livestock. There are even times when the acts of the nobility created these myths, but it was the common man who spread them. So perhaps the negligence of society towards a horror genre is classic, not by itself. Horror tales frequently, historically, and in the modern era have a morality aspect involved. There are rules for conduct that need to be obeyed so that people are safe from these threats. Don't head out in the dark of the night. Even if it's well lit by the moon, werewolves can be out at that time. Don't invite strangers into your house after dark. It gives them access into and out of your home. Or in modern tales, don't fornicate. Don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. Or the slashers should come and get you first. People don't like being told what to do. We can add this to the list of one of the reasons why society ignores the, the genre. One of the best descriptions, for my money, as to why people come dislike the horror genre comes from John Paul Sartre. Sartre talks about this thin line between the possessor and the possessed when discussing slime. Whereas you can hold on to a solid, you have possession of it. When I let go, I can let go when I want to, and it is not with me anymore. It's no longer part of my possession. If you're talking about slime, however, once you pick it up, you don't only possess it, it possesses you. You can't just set it down, it sticks to you. It's hard to get rid of. If you're watching a drama or a comedy or a musical, when the film's over, you can take a moment or two to mull over in your mind what you just saw, but the visceral nature of horror makes it sticky. Watching a good horror movie, and even quite a few bad ones as well, will stay with you. If you enjoyed this horror movie review, please check out all of our seasons, all of our horror movie reviews at horrorlasagna.com. And whatever you listen to this on your podcast, or if you watch the videos on YouTube, please give us a like, give us a review, give us a thumbs up, uh, something that helps others know, hey, I liked this. This is some good stuff. It would really help us out a lot to grow the audience and help the podcast keep going. Also, we do have some t-shirts available on the website. So if you'd like to wear a, a horror lasagna t-shirt or one of the other shirts we are working on, please check it out at horrorlasagna.com. And once again, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode.
creature slips from perception. Pay attention. It will rise again. <laughs>